Welcome to Freelance with Freedom. I'm your host, Harriet Hadfield, and I'm so excited you're here. I help creative freelancers become fully booked and in demand in any market, on their terms and without burning out. I went from broke makeup artist living in a room I couldn't stand up in, living paycheck to paycheck, to working on the red carpets of LA as a celebrity makeup artist. I also created a six-figure business during a global pandemic in less than seven months. After working around the world and on set as a celebrity makeup artist 15 plus year, I was tired, tired of the hustle culture and an emphasis on being busy. I was tired of the starving artist mentality and buying into the narrative, there's only one way to be successful. So I decided to create my own version of success, to break the rules and rewrite my own. And I wanna show you how to do the same. If you're a freelance creative and you want to generate consistent income, work with your dream clients, and step into the CEO role in your business, you're in the right place. There's room for you at this table. Today's episode is sponsored by my one-on-one coaching container. This is a private container over four months where I'll help you increase your client base, income, and opportunities without burning out. I'll show you how to work less and earn more and step into the CEO role in your creative freelance business. I've helped my one-on-one clients create their highest cash months to date, launch their own programs, make over six figures and beyond, and create infinitely more freedom inside their business. So you can fill out an application to work with me one-on-one in the show notes, and I can't wait to support you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Freelance of Freedom. Very excited you're here. So today I want to answer a lot of questions around social media and what to post in addition to your work. You could think of this as do's and don'ts, but I want to answer a question I get asked a lot, which is, is it okay to post, insert blank here, should I post my personal things on my Instagram page, especially if I know I want to book celebrities, global brands, VIP clients, etc. So that's what I want to speak about today. And like I said, this is a question that comes up again and again. So I want to do a deep dive. First of all, let's start with, should you post your personal things on your Instagram? And I would say the short answer is yes, here's why. So you are in a service-based industry, okay? So people don't just buy your service, they buy the way you do it in your unique way. So they buy into you and your energy. And especially when people are going to spend a lot of money on something, again, I'm helping all my clients work towards being a premium service. And I definitely think that's the identity piece that you can work towards to start with. You want to think about when you spend money on something that costs a lot. Do you do your research about something? Do you feel that you are called into an identity that feels in alignment with your own? So again, people book people they feel a connection to, especially when it comes to spending a large amount of money. When I say, should you post your personal work, I think, and it's not even work, it's like your personal life. The biggest thing I think that I want you to make peace with is that you get to decide how much of that feels okay, how much of that feels like you're letting people in, because I think that's the key thing, is letting people to get to know who you are. And there's a saying in marketing, people buy from people they like, know, and trust, So for example, you could have 10 makeup artists, okay? And even if one was technically the most skilled, someone else with maybe less skill could book the gig because their personality lined up with the client. So like attracts like. And also let's say that they'd been seeing everyone's Instagram, but maybe there was something on this particular artist who got booked. Maybe they shared their love of cooking and the publicist thought, oh, my client loves cooking too. They'd be a really good fit. 
So often what happens, I think, as creatives is we think about social media and we think of this idea we've got to post our work. It's got to look a certain way. We can only post the names, the brands. And I think this is where the highlight reel concept kind of comes from versus letting people get to know who's behind the makeup brush, who's behind the camera. Okay, what are your values? What do you stand for? Because I think this is all part of building a well-known brand and a brand that has a very strong identity. It goes beyond the work you do, even how you do it. Those two things are very, very important. But I think when it comes to people, especially repeat bookings, Like my goal for a lot of my clients is to get repeat bookings with the same clients. So much of that has to do with not just how you do something, but your energy, what you represent. Again, your values, the things that excite you. I think so many creatives spin out over this idea of, well, if I have to post personal things online, I have to tell my whole story. But I think there's a difference between sharing your story or your interests or things that personally feel exciting to you in a way that you still have a lot of control over. So I'll give you an example. I feel very comfortable sharing a lot of things about myself online, but if you were to kind of put this into a pie chart, you're still only probably seeing 5% of what I would think of as what makes up Harry and who I am. But again, I can still be very strategic in what I choose to share. And I want to be clear here. I don't mean inauthentic. I mean strategic and like, oh, that feels safe for me to show this. That feels very in line with I'd be speaking to the exact people I'm trying to call in. So that's very different feeling like, okay, I have to be a completely open book and share my partner, share my kids, like share things that maybe you don't feel comfortable posting. And that's totally okay. So again, to come back to the original question, like, should I share personal stuff online? I think so many creatives have this idea that it's bad to or less professional. That's definitely something my clients will say to me, like, isn't it less professional to show my interests or share the things I'm passionate about or let people in a little bit more to who I am? And I disagree. I feel like the old school industry had this narrative of looking professional and what that meant. And I think looking professional is a concept. (laughs) And again, we're not nine to five working at a desk where we come to work in a suit every day. Don't get me wrong, I love a suit. But I think it's also like, where do we separate ourselves as a creative industry that it is very different? Again, we get to choose how we show up to work, what we wear, how we express ourselves. That is in itself is a part of how people feel connected to us. So I think it's really important to think about, first of all, when it comes to what you share, The example I gave of the publicist is a really good one. I know when I was first working with celebrities before condensing my kit became really trendy and was like a really cool thing to do. I was showing it on social media. I would show like before and afters. I would kind of share my love of organization. Like there's always been that running joke that I have my planners. I'm a Filofax girl at heart. I love my gadgets. I love my apps. Anything that makes my life easier. I've always talked about and kind of talked about my love of organization. And that's drawn so many clients to me to the point where I even noticed when I was booking celebrities, the publicist would be like, oh, I follow you on your social media. I love the way you do your planning. I just love the way you organize your kit. And I was so excited for you to work with this particular client today of mine. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you with your kit. (laughs) So again, it always surprised me the things that people gravitated to. Of course, I had to show very strong and clear evidence that I was very talented at what I did and would be the right fit for certain artists. That goes without saying. But really what I kind of want to focus on today is 
I think letting people get to know you can only ever be a good thing. And when I think about marketing as a generalization, I think bro marketing, as I call it, like tortoise, very much a kind of copy and paste way of showing up online. And then you also have the old school industry as well with lots of these heavy do's and don'ts and this is bad, this is good, only show your work. So a lot of the unlearning comes from, well, what if it can all exist? And again, what feels authentic to you? And it makes sense if you've never shown up online where you've shown anything different other than your work. It makes sense that this might cause some anxiety, a little bit of uncomfort. But I also want to offer, what if it's the missing piece? Like, what if you showing up as your most authentic self is a part of what's stopping you getting booked? So again, you might have the best work in the world. You might be posting the things that you know your clients want to see. But again, when it comes to someone parting with their money to book you, what if they need to know you? And again, don't need to know your whole life story. They don't need to know everything. But do they need to know I feel really excited about this person coming to work with me. Again, you think about nine to five world and you still have a resume, you still have a CV where people will say, what's your hobbies? Tell us your strengths and your weaknesses. (laughs) Like there's those kind of questions. And I still think social media, when I think about marketing as a concept, it's a way to convey our energy, what we stand for, things that are important to us, things that excite us, because we are multifaceted beings, okay? So if you have a love of food and healthy eating, that could be the thing that your client connects with in addition to seeing other content that confirms you're great at your job. Share it, okay, especially if it brings you joy. I think one of the reasons so many people resist marketing on social media as creatives is because it feels very much like ticking boxes. Like I have to show this, I can't show that. So not only does it feel very monotonous, but it also feels very limiting. If we were to go one step further and talk about the power of sharing your story, again, I think this is something you can build towards. And when I say share your story, it could be moving from one city to another. It could be a health journey you're on. It could be your love of organization. But sharing your story of how you got to where you are, I also think, again, this is a big part of building a community. And I've talked about this a lot, that to have sponsorship with brand deals, sponsorships where you're getting booked by brands to use their products for red carpet and things like that where you can increase your income. You need community for that, okay? And sure, community want to celebrate the work you do that's great, but also why you? And the example I kind of give is that I know when COVID happened, I remember something I did on my stories was every evening I would be like, okay, I'm going to do a look, a makeup look where my audience can nominate someone who is a key worker. So it could be a key worker themselves that asked for it. It could have been someone nominating someone. And the look was dedicated to that person. And I saved the makeup look under their name in my highlights. Again, it wasn't even that strategic at the time. I was just like, it's COVID. We all need some cheering up. I want to do some makeup. I want to stay busy. And it gave me purpose, but also my audience gravitated so much to the fact that they could do something for other people. And again, I noticed people commenting on things more. The conversations we were having while I was creating those stories, it wasn't just makeup tips anymore. It was me talking about how was I finding COVID, how I hadn't seen my parents for nearly two years. Like I was able to build a conversation around something that was happening in the world, but also 
still enjoy my skill and get to share it with other people through the lens of makeup. So I just want to say that sometimes the industry can make it feel like there are all these do's and don'ts and right and wrongs when it comes to marketing. But I think marketing, like the key premise of marketing is making sure people know you exist, (laughs) making sure that you and your service are visible and helping people make a decision that you're the right fit. Like that's really what it's all about when it comes to getting you and your business out there is making sure that you're in a place where you're very active around getting bookings versus posting once a month, posting something that you believe has ticked the box and wondering why no one is talking about you or coming to you, okay? So I think it's really important for us to first reframe what marketing is supposed to look like. And again, the story aspect, I think so many people want to feel seen and connected to something, whether it's a movement, a person, an idea. And when we share our story, it removes this block, especially if you think about Instagram, like so much of it is on a screen, okay? I think there's something so much more tangible about creating a space in a community where people can see their story in yours. They feel seen in the things you share and the way you share it. So of course, we'll use the example of a makeup artist, You can be a makeup artist who's going to post beautiful examples of your work and your best work. You can be very strategic with that. But I also think like the example of the healthy eating, like if that's a journey you're on, who's to say that's not going to connect with a publicist who loves your work, but is currently looking at five other makeup artists. So for me, I've always believed that you get what you want quicker by being yourself. And my mum always says, it's better to be a first-rate version of you than a second-rate version of someone else. And social media is free marketing. It's a free tool. And I always remind my clients, think of it like a tool that you can pick up, you can put down, you get to use the tool to help you. That's really what it gets to be. And again, when it comes to sharing, whether you want to call it personal information, your story, things that you do in your private life, you get to decide what that is, how much of it it is, okay? You get to be in control of that versus feeling like you have to share everything. And I think that's really important for us to remember. So let go of the idea of professional and what that's meant to look like. I think that word as creatives, I don't always think that helps us. And this is why inside my programs, I teach creatives how to create content that converts to clients, okay, and bookings in your calendar with the brands and the bookings you want, so celebrities, global brands. And we do walk you through a very specific content framework to help you. Again, it's like we're not going to be ticking boxes and doing a carbon copy of everyone else, but we give you a framework so you know how to come up with ideas of what to post and how to post it in addition to your work in order to position you and your service as what I call a no-brainer booking. But the key thing I think is why would someone book you beyond just your work being good? And I always love the idea of like, we use the makeup artist, the example. So if there's 10 makeup artists in a room and you've all got amazing work, like the people who are deciding who they're going to book, like, well, all the work's great. It makes sense. They're probably going to go with someone where they feel a connection to them or there's a little bit more they can see that gives an indication if someone is the right fit. So for example, if you are someone who loves going to Ibiza, you love the club scene, Maybe show that if that's something that really excites you because the client could be someone who also loves the club scene and loves music and that might help make a connection where it's like, oh, they'd have a lot in common, they'd get on really well. 
And on the flip side as well, if that's not you and you're someone who, let's say you love documentary photography or you love flower arranging or something that's a little bit more quiet, you can show examples of how you love Netflix and chill, for example. Like that might help the publicist, we'll use the publicist in this example, feel like, oh, they seem like a really calming presence. The vibe I'm getting from them is they'd be really good for this client who definitely likes their own space, wants someone quiet in the room, who's very calming. So I just want to offer that sometimes showing the things that excite you, that you're interested in, that help ground you, where are those things helping you connect with booking clients, booking global brands and celebrities? And I think the other thing I notice a lot with creatives is well, I have to have Voganelle in order to book them. I have to have A-list celebrities to book them. And of course that comes, but what we find is we have the kind of chicken before the egg situation where actually you have to think about what you need to book before you get those things, which yes, you're going to have very specific strategic testing, a process we teach our clients. But beyond that, how are you showcasing your ideas alongside your work? Okay, how are you showcasing why you would be able to do the makeup, we we'll use makeup artist example, or take the photos for Vogue in your personality, in sharing your story, in sharing your ideas? Because that's the power of something like Instagram. So many people now have been able to create a very strong brand identity by being just their authentic selves, sharing not just their work and what they do, but their hobbies, the way they do things, the things that interest them in order to book the Vogues, in order to book the L's and in order to book the celebrity clients. So I want to offer that it all works. The other thing I want to touch on is another question I get a lot of my clients is, but Harry, doesn't Instagram need to be aesthetically pleasing? And again, I think the way I want to start with this is it's not the beginning goal. So I think this is a reason a lot of people don't post consistently because they have so much perfectionism around what they post and they really fear that it has to be, again, I'm going to use the air quotes professional again and look a certain way. And what I want to offer is that by posting consistently while you discover your brand identity and how you want to show up and what feels good and exciting for you, the aesthetics will come. I just don't think it's the first piece of the puzzle. So of course, as you start to build brand identity, it becomes easy to think, oh, I want this there and I want this to look like that. But if you're starting out and you find yourself having huge gaps where maybe you post five times in one month and then you don't post for five months, that isn't helping anyone. It's not helping you. It's not helping your clients. And again, it makes sense that that perfectionism actually becomes a barrier to you getting what you want. So you can let go of the desire for it to have to be aesthetically pleasing all the time. And I think I would always focus more on your brand identity, what you want to represent and what you want to showcase in order for the aesthetics to become something that happens much more organically. So of course, you can make content that looks beautiful. That goes without saying. Again, you can showcase the personal things that you want to share that clients might feel in line with in stories. They could be in a reel where you put an aesthetically pleasing cover. But what I don't want my clients to do is to never post unless it can be aesthetically pleasing because then it becomes something we use against us. So that's what I want to offer with that. And ultimately, my big takeaway I want everyone to have from today is that marketing in the most simple form is just helping someone make a decision. 
it's helping put people together who are meant to be together. It's a way for you to showcase, I am in alignment with your brand and my brand is in alignment with you. And again, helping people find you, see you, book you. So Instagram is just a tool. That is something I always say to my clients. It has nothing to do with your worth, okay? It is a tool. And my belief is we can create a very neutral relationship to Instagram and any other marketing tool. And it can be something that helps you get booked, okay? So I hope today was helpful. If you haven't already, I would love you to subscribe to our CEO Hour email. That is where we give free creative freelancer tips every single week. We will leave that in the show notes. And I can't wait to see you for the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Freelance with Freedom. I'd love to continue this conversation over on Instagram. So come hang out with me at Freelance with Freedom. You can follow me there for mini trainings that include mindset and strategy to help you step into the CEO role in your business. And if you're interested in taking this work further, head to www.harrietadfield.com to find out more about working together. I'm wishing you an incredible week and I can't wait to see you in the next one.